Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to She Said What? So this week, I wanted to switch it up a little bit. Got a little bit more serious. Um, I believe that there are times where it's definitely called for. So in the beginning of this podcast episode, you will hear something very heartfelt from Lady Mystic. And then after that, the podcast continues. I hope you enjoy. I have to make things look easy. I want them to be easy. A trend on here that really resonated with me was the whole like damsel in distress era. It's like, no, I'm not strong. I'm a damsel in distress. Because it's not that we don't be stressed. It's not that we don't be tired. It's not that we don't be confused. It's not that we don't be lost. It's not that we don't be running on fumes. It's not that we don't be putting our everything into it and we still look like we're good. It's not that we don't be a damsel in distress. It's that the fact that people don't look at us like that. Why do I have to show you tears for you to see that a bitch is going through something? Why do I have to do so much, show you so much for you to want to help me? I don't want to have to make things look easy all the time. I want them to be easy. And that's what there you go was about. I, myself. I, know I don't I shine, do I glow. And I'm it's seeping out of my pores that I'm a survivor, to do a strong work. woman, and not one to be tested. Don't be afraid to glow. As a matter of fact, <laughs> the more it scares you, the more you should do it. You know, a long time ago, and I know that many of you will be able to relate to this as well, because it's happened to you. It may not have happened to you by the same people, but it's happened. A long time ago, it was embedded in me that I didn't matter. My very existence didn't matter. Things that I said didn't matter. My needs didn't matter. How I loved didn't matter that I was just this thing that existed. And while yours may not be as extreme, at a pivotal point in many of our lives, there are people, whether they be parents or guardians or just people who we find or found very special, they can embed this belief that you're not good enough. You're not good enough to be loved or you're not good enough to be a part of something or you're the oddball or you, 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 you're just, you're the pariah, right? And I gotta tell you that it doesn't matter how beautiful you are and how accomplished you are and how you can be the envy of all, you can still be very miserable. And I know that a lot of you, you know, you scroll through social media and you look at these people, these women half-dressed, these women working on their bodies and getting plastic surgery and stuff, which there's nothing wrong with it. It's nothing wrong with getting plastic surgery. It's the reasoning behind it. Where you're trying to keep up with a standard because you don't feel good enough yourself. 
You're trying to keep up with something that seems to be the standard when the standard is going to change next year. And now you're stuck with a big butt or you're stuck with big tits and the standard is going to be something different. Everyone is suffering on some level. So I don't believe when people sit here and talk about how happy they are and stuff like that. People who are truly happy are usually a little bit more quiet about their happiness because they don't feel the need to throw it in anyone else's face because it's almost like when you do that you have to you're trying to make them believe what you know is not true and for those of you like me during your formative years you know when you're young and you you're soaking things up like a sponge you know your frontal lobe isn't even fully formed and the only thing that you get is that you don't matter what you say doesn't matter you're not special you're not loved you're not you know anything that you think beyond anyone else means you're crazy so you tend to go inward And all of us handle this in different ways, whether by being overachievers or underachievers. Some of us chose drugs. Some of us chose um, sex, using sex as a weapon. Some of us chose being players. Some of us chose many different routes and, and will continue to do so because we haven't really worked on our healing, which is one of the hardest things to do. And even though, you know, you're strong, and you're accomplished, and you've done things, I mean, you've done amazing things and stuff, this belief sticks with you. And you know what happens with this belief until you actually purge it out yourself is it gets reinforced every single time you meet someone in life that reinforces that, hey, you don't matter. What you say doesn't matter. That you don't deserve love. And they might not say that directly to you, but their actions show it. This could be someone that you chose to give your heart to and they chose to trample on it. This could be an endeavor that you chose to put your whole self in and then you chose and then you got disappointed. What these things do is they reinforce these beliefs that are so far deep inside of us that we don't even think about them every single day. But they come out in our actions. They come out in our words. They come in. They come out in the way we react to other people's things. You ever reacted to something and you kind of say to yourself, damn, why did I take that so serious? There are some people in this world that don't deserve to be parents. There are people in this world that don't deserve to have access to you at all at all, no matter if they're family or even if you love them. They don't deserve to have access to you because what's happening is the damage that they cause is irreplaceable. For some, it's irreplaceable. And everyone walks around with so much pride. It's like, I didn't do that. I'm not the wrong one. You did that. I'm not talking to you until you talk to me. Meanwhile, time is just wasting. And just like Lady Mystic said, if you go back and listen to it, a damsel in distress. Like, 
I just want you to know and understand that I'm hurting. I don't understand, nor do I know what it is that I want you to do about it, but I need you to understand. But so many people are so full of themselves that they just, they don't give a fuck. You know, so a while ago, someone asked me this question. They were like, do you expect everyone to kind of be like you? And I said, you know what? I have, and that has put me in a very um, compromising position. Because I have expected people to have a level of loyalty that I have. And I have expected people to have a level of honesty that I have. And I have expected them to have a level of a moral compass. And this is not to say that I'm perfect because I'm not perfect. That's not what I'm saying. I just expected them to be like me. Now, my levels are pretty high when it comes to loyalty and stuff. But it doesn't mean that I haven't done something wrong but the difference between someone who does something wrong and someone the difference is is there are some of us who will admit it and some of us who will continue to lie to ourselves and other people here's the thing I said lie to yourself but you really can't lie to yourself you're deluded and I don't want to live in delusion for me I am okay with admitting the ugly stuff to myself. I really am because I just cannot navigate through this life being fake. I've just never been able to be that way. This is why I left home at 13. I knew I could take care of myself better, so I did. I just always had this way about me. But even though it was instilled in me that I don't matter and I don't care, there's always been so many people jealous of me, of the way I look. I'm pretty. Yeah, I know I'm pretty. But the way these people be acting, you would think I was the prettiest woman in the world. You would think I had the best body in the world. They literally hate me. I can go outside looking like shit and still get looked at. Like, wow. And then with the looks of hate. And I'm not, you're not even on my radar. You're not even on my, I could look at you, but I'm not looking at you. I'm really actually looking past you. My mind is not even here. You know where my mind probably is? On some endeavor or some type of worry. Or the fact that I felt like shit this morning. Or the fact that I didn't want to live just last week. Like, this is real ass talk. That's what she said what is about. You might have found yourself dropping your jaw a couple of times by words that I said thus far, but you have heard nothing yet. The thing that makes this podcast so different is that I am abundantly real. You're not going to get sugarcoating shit here. You're just not. I am not concerned about how I look to people nor what it is that they say about me. Because I know at the end of the day, more of you relate to me than you care to care to say. And even the people, the other people too. I'm not saying life is full of pain. No, there's beautiful moments as well, but we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about how raw the shit can get. And I don't have all of the answers. I'm looking for, for for my shit just like you are. I'm looking for my happiness. I'm looking for my wife. I'm looking for my 
for my joy, for something that seems so unattainable. You know, you can you can have you can fuck anybody. You can have a I could have a boyfriend, girlfriend, new one every single week. I don't like men, but I'm just saying. And no, that's not hate speech. I am not attracted to men. Does that make sense? A hater reported me for saying that I didn't like men on a certain platform. And the very existence of me, the very existence of many of you who were told that you don't matter, your very existence threatens people. I need you to understand that. And I don't know why it comes full circle like that, but it does. My very existence threatens a lot of people. And I'm not even paying attention like that. And then you ask yourself, you're like, you know, why? And it it, it can even make you question God because you're like, okay, make my life match up to what these people think it is. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm over here... I'm going through all of this and I'm suffering and I'm this and I'm that and I just want this and that. And it's like, nah, no. There's a purpose for it. There's a meaning for it. And you get tired of hearing people say that shit. You get tired of hearing it's a purpose for it. Because the last time you almost broke in two and the last time you, you almost didn't make it back. Yeah, you. The last time you almost didn't make it back. So you're tired of hearing about this purpose shit. Oh, everybody has to suffer. Do they? Comparison is one of the most dangerous things. Because me, I have also compared myself to people, to complete strangers. And also to people that I knew. And all it did was make me bitter. All it did was make me feel like... What is it that I'm lacking? Why can't I be like that? Why can't I look like that? And I've been told this as well by my honest friends that they have looked at me and they're like, damn, India just be pushing books out like, and I can't even write a book and it's been three years. How does she do it? I don't know. I don't know how I do half of the things that I do, to be honest with you. I'm a survivor. I just do it. Sometimes I don't have time for emotions. Sometimes I don't have time to think about how something is going to affect me or anything like that. I have to react in the moment because the best thing that I can do for myself is protect myself. There's many of you where it's not, it may not be so personal but the world, the state of the world might be reinforcing beliefs in you that people ain't shit. You want them to be happy for you, as happy as you are for yourself. But I got to tell you, that's not going to happen. Not A lot of the times you'll get that happiness from complete and total strangers and that support. And that's because the people that know you or you think that they know you. They saw you when you were down. And they're still down and now you're up. And they feel funny about that. They don't like it. They're like, well, what what does she do? What does she do that, you know, what did he do? 
that they get a chance to smile and live this life now and stuff like that. Little do they know what you've done, what you've sacrificed in order to get it. The rare runs. We out here. For sure. And, um... I don't have the answers to why all these things occur. I really don't. I just know that I'm not afraid to go there. I'm not. And I've been in spaces, so many spaces to the point that I'm just sick and tired of people sometimes because I've been in spaces where other people just, they don't go there. They don't go there. That's why I ask myself sometimes, what kind of therapist am I going to (laughs) be? Truly, because it's not so much lack of um, tact, because I don't, I have, I'm tactful, but it's more so. Let's get down to the real, the real of it, and the real can be extremely ugly and murky and dark and lonely and cold but if you don't get to it and if you don't work through that everything that you place on top of it is always gonna rot everything so for instance let's say you're on a self-love journey and you're not quite through but you're lonely and so you get involved with someone and this is a great person this person is amazing but because you yourself still have these beliefs about yourself that you're not worthy That you're not lovable. The people ain't shit. You're going to end up messing it up with this person in many different ways. Because it's going to come out in your actions. You may not be able to trust them. You may not be able to relate to them. You may not be able to come together with them in moments where it matters. And you definitely may not be able to be all there for them. And because they love you, they're going to fight for you because they see it potential is a dangerous thing they see it and you don't and there's the end of that and now you just lost an amazing person on top of losing yourself and now you have to find yourself on top of having a broken heart Why are we not honest about these things? Why are we not speaking about these things that are real? This is why I can't listen to music today. First of all, I don't even understand it. And second of all, it's like blah, 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 blah. I mean, I like real hip hop. I like people who talk about things, you know, and I get it. Not everybody wants to sit back and listen to knowledge all day, and that's fine, but... For me, my mind craves it. There's something inside of me that just does. I'm attracted to that. All of this mumbo jumbo. It's like, no, let's build. How are we going to build? Let's build. This is rare. And when you are someone who's rare, you really have to watch who you allow around you, who you allow in your space, 
who you allow to have access to your gates, and that's your eyes, your mouth, your ears, your nose, ways to get into you, your pussy. You have to guard your gates. You must. Because you're rare. And even though you're strong, you're so strong, all it can take is that one thing or, you know, a couple of things that just kind of break you. And then how do you get back from being broken? How do you get back? Anybody have the answer to that? Because I don't. I don't have the answer to that. If you don't handle your shit on your own, the things that your, you know, your self-love, your self-esteem, the things of self first, everything that gets piled up on top of it is not going to have, it's not going to be the best that it can be. It's not going to live to its fullest, fullest potential. Because you're you're still broken and you're still healing and you're still trying to get through. Does this mean that you can't run a business? No, it doesn't mean that you can't run a business. It doesn't mean that you can't work. It doesn't mean that you can't have friendships or even, you know, relationships. But it, what I'm saying is it's going to affect them. And they're going to affect you probably on a deeper level than they would if you were feeling more better, you know, more better. <laughs> if you were feeling healthier, better about yourself. So taking the time is paramount. It doesn't feel good. I'm doing it too. And you have to be able to stand strong in that. And you have to be able to know that, you know what, these people may have said these things to me. They may have treated me like I was complete and total shit while I was giving them my love, while I was giving them my friendship. They betrayed me. But that doesn't take away from the person that I am, the very essence of who I am. I am a woman. I am, I exude everything feminine and divine. You cannot take that away from me. I could be down for a little bit, and I'm not ashamed to say that. And that's what makes me even more virtuous. It makes me even better. It's because I'm not afraid to say that shit. I'm not afraid to admit that the shit fucking hurts. I'm not afraid to admit that it hurts so much that you want to fucking die. (laughs) But I also can show you that you can come back from that as well. You can come back and you standing up and you like, now what? You're coming back for more. And that makes you unfucking stoppable. That makes you untouchable. That makes people hate you. Because they're looking and they're like, no, what I said to her was supposed to break her. What I was supposed to do was supposed to break her. Why is she still here? Why is she still standing? Why does she still have her head up? You know why? It's because when you get to the very core and essence of who you are. (laughs) And you heal. And you start to heal. 
So they may have damaged you, right? They may, they may have, but it's not forever. And I know that sounds like some easy shit to say. I know it does. But I'm living in it and I'm walking into I'm walking through it just like many of you. I'm doing the same thing. We might not be doing the same level of work. We not might not be doing the same kind of work. But I know it's some easy shit to say. Guard your gates. You have to. It's going to hurt. <laughs> One thing I know for sure is that pain happens in this life. I had to know that probably before anything else as a baby. Coming from ab- abuse. But when I speak of what it is that I've been through... I don't speak of it from a victim standpoint because I'm not a victim. Things happen to me, yeah, of course, but I don't see myself as a victim. And maybe that's a place where you can start, where you don't see yourself as a victim. It hurts like fuck when people betray you, when people that you love make you feel less than. When people that you took time to give your heart to, they break it. As if you never meant anything. Either by words or actions or both. It hurts like hell. And I'm not saying that getting your self-esteem up to 100%, if that's even a thing. This is a walk. This is not a destination. This is a this is a daily thing. Self-love, self-care, self-esteem, building it up is something that you will do until the day that you die. Because no one ever reaches that pinnacle. You might have days where you feel like you're there, but you're you're really not. And it, it may get to a healthy level, and God bless you for that. It might get to a healthy level to where you'll be able to be like, you know what, I'm not dealing with that. And you cut that off right right there because you, you're sensing it, right? You're sensing, oh, this type of thing happened before and I'm not going to let this happen again. You actually are more prone to not dealing with bullshit when you have your self-esteem higher. <laughs> it's true. I remember I used to see all of these girls and they're like chasing after these dogs and having all these baby daddies and this and that and I just never could the life of me I I just never could understand like why are you doing this and making a fool of yourself on social media but this is all that they know this is all that they know so this is how they feel about themselves and if they feel like this is all that they deserve then this is all that they know similar to me and ours may be in different stratosphere, different parts of the stratosphere, but it doesn't make me any better than her, nor her any better than me. We're just different. We're just different. It is my wish and my hope for you 
that you begin to work on the parts of yourself that are hidden, that are deep. Because they're just going to come out anyway. In ways that you... In ways that you wouldn't even know. They may come through your children. Those of you who know, you just know. Now this is a different type of podcast episode than anyone that I've done thus, thus far. But this is what it is. This is what I felt like talking about. This is what I felt like saying. And I thank you for taking the time to listen and reflect with me. Till next time, thank you for listening to She Said What.